Carolina Golf WRX and Wisdom in Golf Land. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Good. Hey, Fat Sav, you were fast on that music right there. Yeah, you know, gotta get straight to it. <laughs> Let's get to business. Get to business. All right. So, hey, uh, if anybody, um, we we uh, we're looking. You know, I'm thinking about changing that music. Is there uh, suggestions out there as far as what kind of music should introduce our perfect imperfections? You know, just one of those things. Mm. And um, how did everybody like that crazy tournament this weekend? The players. Insane. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, it was fun to watch and cool to see how uh, some guys persevered in the, in the hard times. You know, like, but our our boy Cameron Smith pulled it off, didn't he? Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. Huh? Yeah. He's been doing really well. Yeah, he was He's pretty. looking fit. Yeah. You know? Golf Fit Pro, man, I tell you. It's uh, there, it's it's uh, something in the water right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So, uh, and we've... Like I've been, I've been enjoying my my workouts back into the saddle. I'm going for workout number ten, and uh, I'm I'm feeling stronger. Oh yeah, it shows. I can see it in some of your shots from when we were filming yesterday. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's evident, right, that it works right away. It's, the skiing is a lot better, and the golf's a lot better. I tell you, it's a it's it's the quality of life. Yeah, it just also helps you just with functional strength too. Like just getting stuff done around the you know, house or anywhere. In the, in the, the honeydew list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. The snow show. Oh, my God. And we shovel snow this winter. Oh. Yeah. Happy to see that we're in the pluses now. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I escaped a couple of snow shoveling episodes while I was you down in Dominican sure Republic. Did. Yeah. <laughs> and freezing rain. Freezing rain. I know. Yeah. Our, we have a shelter, which is kind of like a, a garage uh, shelter for our, our firewood and all that in the backyard. Yeah. And that, that sucker collapsed this week, didn't it? Yep, sure yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, the freezer. It, said, I it had, folded I've, up like I've a cheap enough. tent. I have had enough. <laughs> yeah, this, if you look at the snowbanks around here, they're above first floor. Yeah. So the, the just, to, just to give you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm 6'1", and the dogs go out the back for the backyard, right? Mm-hmm. And it's usually five steps down. Which is about you know it's about three and a half four feet high. The the, the dogs have to go uphill now, <laughs> out the back door. Yeah, right. They go on uphill. So there's like there's literally over six feet of snow back there. Easy. Yeah, easily. Easily. Yep. There it is. Life in Quebec City. Thank goodness for our green oasis. Yes. And the Dominican Republic was what a trip that was. The weather over there is just spectacular. So 28 degrees every day, which means uh, 28 times 2, 56, plus 30. So that's 86 degrees, breeze from the ocean every day. That's nice. And maybe a little spritz here and there. It was a little rain cloud that would just spit on you. Those little tropical rain And then rain move clouds. on. Oh, mm-hmm. not even close. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't even call it a tropical rain cloud. Rain cloud. It was just uh, spritz. No, spritz. one of those like mini tiny ones. We had a couple yeah. of those when Moo and I went to Cuba a few years back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like yeah. they kind of come out of nowhere. They like drizzle for like yeah. five minutes and then they're gone. That's it. <laughs> Sunshine again. Exactly. Yeah. Just a, you know, you, you look a little little too hot there. Let me spritz you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a little too dehydrated for mojitos here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't the case, though, right? For the players, no. I have never seen boy. such a. It's, it was a freak show, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know the the and, and the rules is what I want to talk about. 
there are three, count them, three major infractions that literally split my head this weekend. I mean, <laughs> I, I just had a conniption fit. Yeah. And one was Keegan Bradley. Mm-hmm. You know, you mark your ball and you're just about to pick up the ball and the wind takes it from you. <laughs> it's like, psych. <laughs> right? Off yeah. it goes. Right. But you had the mark down. So you think logically you put the ball back mm-hmm. right. and you move on with your day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And nobody in the field would have said boo to that, right? Yep. Yeah. Except the rules official. Mm-hmm. Rules official says it wasn't picked up. Therefore, it wasn't a full, you know, uh, uh, mark. Yeah. So when you put your mark down, you got to have the ball in hand and now it's marked. But because the ball wasn't in hand and the wind took it, Keegan should have played it from where it finally came to rest. But it was at rest. It was at rest. For a long time. Yeah, before he even got to the green. Right? Like, give me a break. And and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, boom, you get this beautiful gust of wind, and then he gets penalized two strokes. I lost it. I mean, that was like... It's so ridiculous. We need need, uh, an overriding common common sense rule Mm -hmm. against stupidity. Yeah. Because, I mean, how bad does that make look uh, golf look, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Golf looks bad when you have situations like that. Mm-hmm. There's not one person on who's not playing in a PGA tournament, including all the guys in the PGA tournament. Yeah. yeah. That, no one thought anything of it. That You didn't even, you know, it's like they were searching their souls for yeah. what they did wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's how bad it is. Yeah. So there's certain overriding common sense rules that need to be applied. I mean, Paul Casey, number 16, down the stretch, fires it down the fairway, mm-hmm. splits the fairway, and the ball comes to rest in a pitch mark, a yeah. deep one. Yeah. So here's the ball. You're trying to go for the green, and there's wall of dirt and grass that's attached mm. to the fairway. Yeah. And you can't, you know, it's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like brain yeah. conniption fit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just I'm I've lost it. Yeah. And he's looking around and the and the commentators are they're just beside themselves. I've never seen like in my life I'd yeah. have never seen something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's not something that happens every day. So and especially if the whole point of hitting the fairway is to get rewarded. Yep. Then there's gotta be some sort of way to override that kind of thing. It's yeah. you know, uh, the I understand. I mean, I've I've grown up in this game. I remember playing, you know, we, we used to live, you know, we used to play at a at a, a muni. When I, I grew up on a muni and then I got a, a, a membership at a semi-private club. And the real nice private clubs like Royal Montreal, you go play there in the midsummer and it's summer rules. So right. summer rules is played as it lies. Yeah. Right. But because you have such a variety of play, from multiple tee boxes, very rare are you going to be in a divot. And even then, I couldn't care less if I'm in a divot. Yeah. But here you are, you're hitting the shots. Every PGA Tour professional now is hitting it between 280 and 320. Yeah. There are a lot of divots out there mm-hmm. in that zone. Layup zones, full of divots. So just call it a universal rule. You hit the fairway, you get preferred lie. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you hit the fairway. You hit the rough, go suck a lemon. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. But if you hit the fairway, you, it, it doesn't have to be ball in hand, mm-hmm. but you get the 
roll the ball six inches, no near the hole, get it in a, in a position where you, you're going to be rewarded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get a lie like that in the rough. No. no. Right? He no. would have been better off in the rough. He would have been <laughs> better off in the rough. I'm sorry, but when yeah. you're better off in the rough than in the fairway, there's a problem. True. Yeah. yeah. Period. Right? That's true. Yeah. So. Well, especially at, like, the caliber of courses that they play at, it's hard enough for them to find fairways on a regular basis, especially in the conditions that they were playing in, and then you get penalized like that when you hit a nice shot in the fairway. Like, it doesn't make any sense. The level of preparation for these guys, Mm. the hours on the range and in the gym and all that stuff to just make yourself the best that you can be, and then something like that happens. Could you imagine if that happened at the U.S. Open? And... Like, the whole point of the U.S. Open is to find fairways, and then you find a fairway and that happens, people would have lost their minds. Well, (laughs) that's the closest thing to the U.S. Open that you can get is the players. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, it's um, like uh, I I just – I had to shut the TV down. I couldn't couldn't take it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you say, that's not fair, it really isn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. They should provide uh, the player a challenging card or something. Like, if there is a real force. Because, like – in the NFL or basketball, if there are calls made mm-hmm. and it's um, questionable, questionable exactly. Yes, uh, the coaches or the player, yeah, the coaches essentially throw out a challenge, like a challenge this call you made, ref. That's right, and they review the play, yeah. so they could they could review the golfer situation after the round or something like that, and mm-hmm. then make a I call love it. and make I a love call. It. Uh, no, on the spot, it has to be on the spot. Okay, on the spot, yeah, yeah, be- because they got, a really you got to, yeah, you got to know. Yeah, but yeah, end of the day, that that would definitely help those rules be mitigated right the right way. Mm-hmm. Imagine what those two shots, because Keegan Bradley was right there. He was two shots off the lead. Yeah. yeah. He was a minus 11 to mm-hmm. minus 13, and he had to push, he had to push, and and then, you know, when you're on a golf course like that and you're, and you're pushing the envelope, it can easily go the other way. Yeah. But you could see he wanted to win, but imagine if he's tied for the lead. Right. Oh, gosh. That's different now. Yeah. Right. So now you're you're not pushing the the same envelope. You're not. You know what I mean? It's a different mm-hmm. mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're saying, listen, I, I'm not going to take a risk on this one because I'm going to pick my battle on the next hole. Whereas now he's two shots back, three holes to go, and he's he's got to he's got to put the pedal down. Yeah. And he uh, unfortunately finished bogey double. Right, because right. he was probably emotional, right, from that whole experience. It's exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, that happened, uh, did it happen today and then in the second round? I'm, I, I'm not too sure, but, you know, you don't know how the, those situations are going to cause you to react. True. But. We get frazzled. Exactly. Either way. Yeah. yeah it's, it's something that's on your mind, something that's probably on your mind for, like, the next couple of holes, whether you want it to be or not. How about the next couple of years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that, right? that, that lingers yeah. for a while. Oh, that mar- that yes. for a while. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it lingers like a... Well, it, it <laughs> lingers... Yeah. <laughs> it lingers even longer because of how unfair it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. if it was, like, a valid rules you know, infraction, like, yeah. justified, yeah. then, okay, sure, you can move on from it. But that was very unfair. Again, just a common sense rule, yeah. an overriding common sense rule. We've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. We're probably not going to see it again. Mm-hmm. But you know, hey guys, 
prefer it, you know, it's like pitch mark. It's not his pitch mark, but it's a pitch mark. You should be able to. Well, when you see, like, I, I read the quote that uh, came out in one of the articles, and it said that uh, they didn't even know that that was a thing. Right. That that rule was even a rule. Mm-hmm. It's and hard, It's hard to read all the rules, right? Like, yeah. None of the players questioned it. It's not like any of the players thought That's that it. they were being robbed of shots mm-hmm. or anything like that. No one, everybody thought that it was just, okay, you put your ball back where your marker is. Yeah. The uh, the the other little rules thing that happened to uh, Berger, mm-hmm. right? So uh, he hits his second shot on 16. Boy, 16 really had some controversy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, the, you know, it's it's like it follows the water to the green and it and the and it goes i mean it'd be a good draw shot for you move yeah that's it'd right it'd be a fade shot for a right-handed player mm. and uh you know burger's a, a fader of the ball yeah so he hits his shot and it fades off to the right and it you know goes in the water mm-hmm. and so he goes up there and he and he drops it and then both hovland and Dahman, who were playing with him mm-hmm. uh said uh i'm sorry but the the drop should be over here, a hundred yards further away. Right. And and it was like, what do you mean? It crossed the hazard here. So now there's a big argument as to where the ball crossed the hazard. Mm. Yeah. So they bring in a rules official, and the rules official says, "Listen, you guys were here. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. You oh. need to get along with where you're going to drop it." Yes. Oh Jesus! So you see how it is not a precise science. No. no. Right? It's pretty subjective for most part. And and okay, where's the camera? Where's the where's the TV? We need to see that, you know, a, a little video pr- re- review. Play review, yeah. A player review. And um they really went at each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, in my life I've never been made a bad drop. I'm not about to start here. Mm-hmm. And then he says and then finally he drops it about 90 yards away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And says Okay, I'm on the record. I'm going to play the shot, but this is a bad drop. Yeah. Oh. Right? Always like, there's a lot of bad I, bad taste in the mouth I did today. not realize that it was that intense because I saw a clip. Yeah. Well, they're competitive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I saw a clip on Instagram, maybe, of them all, like, talk, try and, like, mm-hmm. work through it, but I yeah. didn't know it was, like, that intense. Right. So it's, uh, you know, because the, the green drifts into the water yeah it it, um you know i mean it's it sounds logical to me but when i look at where the ball landed it wasn't you know it was maybe like three three to four paces into the water Mm. yeah from the the, those uh, those railroad ties right yeah so um there you have it man i mean that's uh there were some high emotions i i would i would understand the argument if it was like amateurs playing in a tournament where like one guy maybe is a hacker yeah. and it's like too much an advantage for him. <laughs> right. But like, it's a, it's some, but, hey, I don't get into my pocket. Right. Yeah. But yeah. like it, on the PGA tour, they can execute a shot from either distance. Probably the same. True. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. True. True that. I mean, probably better off further away anyways, where the pin yeah. was, but, um, yeah, they had high stakes. Three point six million. Yeah, this one was a high one, right? Wow! High purse. Did but, did Cameron ever make bank? This oh, week? Yeah. yeah, he did. Dude, but I'm so proud of him. Also, for rules like that, where you have to talk within your group, I had that experience in a mm-hmm. tournament last year. Okay, where 
two of the girls in my group were not agreeing on it. Yeah. And I'm usually very middle ground, level headed yeah. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it took probably 10, 15 minutes for this whole thing to get resolved. <sighs> and it is so mentally exhausting. Yeah. I yeah. was, because then you're behind the clock. Yep. And then you got to rush. Yeah. Because of people who can't get along in your group. And it's like, oh, yeah. that, the, the that, energy of that group changes, right? Oh, so fast. <laughs> it, the energy changed fast. My energy changed fast yeah. because now I'm behind yeah. when we shouldn't have been. And now we have eyeballs on us for time. It was, yeah. So I can imagine how amplified that whole thing was on the, on the, on that you, one. You know, it, with, with today's social media, and everybody, let's say there's an app for the tournament, right? So at the end of the day, you know, everybody puts their score in. And let's say you, you go, you, you know, in the situation like that, Sav, common sense rules apply. Mm. And then you explain the situation, you put it to the vote for the field. Majority says, you're fine. Mm. Or majority says, no, we don't accept. You go with democracy, right? And majority says, so if let's say Keegan Bradley says, listen, I marked my ball. The ball blew away. Oh, for special things like that. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. If yeah. there's like an anomaly in a round. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then sure. go to the jury. Then yeah. Exactly. And then, and then let the field decide. Right. I don't want to leave that to a rules official. Well, it should be within the playing field who makes a decision. Of course. Not public. No, 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 not public. The the field. Yeah, the field. Because rules are there to protect the field. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if the field says, whatever. I, I don't want to rob him from that. Mm-hmm. Now it's us robbing him if that yeah. happens, right? Yeah. That's you it. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. That two-stroke penalty against him, he was robbed. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the rest of the field is going to go, I don't care. That can be kind of like a, like the challenge. Like a uh, rules challenge. Rules challenge, yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. the field decides. The field decides. Yeah. Boy, that would be unique. That would be so much smarter because it's an individual sport, right? Yes. So, you know. All the stakeholders. All, yeah. And they're protecting themselves too. By That's right. All the stakeholders. And they're yeah. all fair. Like, if yep. none of the guys thought it was an issue in the first place, then there shouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. And that, I tell you, that would change the rules. Yeah. That mm-hmm. would, that would right then and there. Then mm-hmm. you'd have proper you know well thought out rules yeah mm-hmm. updated rules yeah updated rules and yeah. the, the rules would update so fast yeah they'll update each mm-hmm. year too because right? every it. each year there's going to be a unique challenge unique situation that yeah comes, that comes yeah forward, exactly right? and everybody looks at it the at the end of the day while they're having their beer or whatever yeah and uh, everybody answers by midnight mm-hmm. you yeah. know mm-hmm. and first first uh, order of play the next day is okay here's the vote yeah, you know everybody before the tea time start, mm-hmm. and this was unanimous, and boom, yeah. and uh, off you go. Because there has to be some. There's always going to be progression within a sport, and yeah. uh, based on like the evolution of the sport and all that kind of stuff, and it should be okay to change rules or add different things to compensate for new situations that come up. Yeah, I mean, in soccer, they had a rules change a while back where. At kickoff, you had to have two people at the center line because you had to play the ball over the line and then back. Because a team 
is obviously going to keep possession of the ball. Mm. So they're always going to play it back to either their defense or whatever to get set up. Yeah. And the rule was you had to go over the center line. As and a team. Then, but that the ball has to go over yeah. for it to be live play. But every team always plays it backwards because they want possession of the ball. Mm. They're not just going to kick it forward and give it to the other team, right? right. You, won the, you won the coin toss, right. <laughs> right? So it's your possession. Yes. So eventually they changed the rule where there could be one person standing at the center line who just plays it back immediately. They didn't have to cross over the line. Okay. So it's like little things like that, right? <coughs> like that's yeah. a common sense rule. Like if, Big time. if it's your possession, you won the coin toss, then obviously you're going to keep possession of the ball. So you might as well just play it back right away rather than have two people at the line playing it like an inch over the line and then backwards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you can just give the ball to the other team and have them kick it to you. And then off you go. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that, though. No, No, it's different. Soccer's different. (laughs) FIFA's a different animal, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it is. Gotcha. You can't, can't trust them. They're not going to give you the ball back. <laughs> the heck? Like we're going to take this. You give score. me the ball? Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we, um, we on, a, on, a, on a second note, uh, back, back to Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. had three awesome, awesome individuals there for the week. That was a lot of fun yeah. uh, because we started off with nine holes of play. Mm-hmm. So we warmed up, played nine holes right out of the gate, so I could see what their you know their tendencies are at the moment and how, what how they go about their business. And then we do a nice session. So we do a morning morning nine, and then a session on the range in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then we do a couple more sessions, and then we go back out for another nine holes. And the difference was just off the charts. And um, then I get to see, you know, how well equipped they are and everything else. The two of them had gotten fittings at TruSpec mm-hmm. in uh, in Miami, which they did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And they also, TruSpec is the, are the guys who work with um, uh, the GC Quad. Nice. Oh, that's, cool. Oh, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's a good yeah. So they, they do a good job. But, man, they, they dealt it's, it's pricey. Oh, yeah? It's pricey, yeah. yeah. It was like uh, it's 300 bucks for an iron fitting. And then how much for wood? Mm-hmm. I, need, I need to charge more. <laughs> well, Miami's different. They have no taxes. Oh, they, 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 Miami's become a very expensive city. Yeah, it's yeah. different over there. It, it, yeah, they're, they're actually saying it's more expensive than New York City now. Oh, Jesus. It's so, a hot spot. It is a hot spot. Yeah. So um, the third man out mm-hmm. still had Titleist blades that dated back. You know, they're the old CB blades with the steel shafts. And I recommended he get fit for some graphite shafted irons because his club speed wasn't bad. But he needed something uh, easier to whip, easier to throw. Yeah. And uh, graphite shafts have really come a long way. Yeah. So a good 75-gram graphite shaft would be way easier to throw than a 130-gram dynamic gold, you know, mm-hmm. S300 mm-hmm. That, uh, that were on those Titleist blades. Yeah. And um, the second thing is also he had a... Uh, a, a relatively old putter, and uh, I had my new Odyssey Seven Bird. Is that the name of the putter? Seven Bird. Nice. It is beautiful, right? So um, I noticed that you know after a putting session, he was putting the he was stroking the ball really well, but the ball just wasn't going in the hole. And I go, okay, here, try my putter. 
everything was going in. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, so I, we, we shared that putter for the last round. We went to play uh, the course that uh, they're playing on the PGA Tour uh, next week. Okay. Um, what the heck's the name of it? I forgot the name of it again. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, and so, um, and that course is really, really nice. There's just two, three holes on the back nine where the, 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 the greens are beyond um, logical, mm. to put it politely. I did manage to scrape together a par after going for the green in two and hitting the, hitting the right side bunker. Is it Punta Cana Resort Club? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Resort it, and Club? It, it's in Punta Cana, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Corrales Punta Cana Championship. Corrales, that's it. Yeah. That's it. It's the Corrales Golf Club. And so um, I forgot the putter in his bag. <laughs> so, Oh, you oh. did? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what JP's going to – that's what I told JP. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I, – I ordered another one and, uh, from, uh, from Callaway and, uh, because that, that putter is just mint. I really, really love that putter. Right. It's so well balanced. Yeah. So, uh, so next time you guys go to a golf shop and you're in the market for a putter, try the 7 Bird. It's, it's special. Which task do they each gravitate gravitate to when you're teaching them? Okay, so um, if we look at um, Roberto, mm -hmm. Roberto was throwing into a nice release. So the top spin backhand ping pong release, just like you know, you had to go through that. Yeah, yeah. So that was a huge one for him. Mm -hmm. uh, alignment and side vision was an issue. We we got that sorted out. And he needed a, a narrower stance to gather his range of motion because right now you he's working with you now. Yeah, I worked with him yesterday, yeah. So guy. mobility and stability are basically, because he's a strong boy. Yeah, he's a very strong guy, yes. So uh, I would say 80% mobility and, and, um, and stability and 20% yeah. strength is yeah. basically what you're going to work on with him. Yeah, his strength is really good right now. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a strong guy. Yeah, stability yeah. is definitely... And, uh, stability and um, flexibility are the main focus. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So um, uh, Fabian yes. had, uh, you know, unbelievable natural talent. Like he, they played golf as, as kids. Right. And, um, and then, you know, left the game for a while and they're coming back to it. Yeah. Uh, Fabian was hitting it longer than me. Right. Like, so he was pumping it out there, and he's nice. in, in his early forties. Yeah, and um, so for him, it was the structure of the setup because he's playing the ball too far forward. And he's pulling the shots and okay. hit th hitting a lot of thins and fat shots. Yeah, and so you know, and he was sliding off the ball a lot because it was all about lifting the ball in the air. Right, right. But the freedom in his swing, mm -hmm. you know, it looked like a right-handed Bubba Watson. Okay. So this we had nothing to do with the golf swing. <laughs> That's right. Cool, yeah. So I just showed him how to throw it into a nice release in the direction he wanted to start the ball mm -hmm. and stay with his door frame. Right. So it stay with the door frame in the backswing mm -hmm. and then throw the club into a nice release in the direction he wants to start it. Mm -hmm. And boy did he have fun. Yeah. And we had to retool his whole short game. Okay. So he went from like a very dismal short game mm -hmm. because he was trying to lift the ball and it was all manipulation. Right, right. So then when we we instilled anti-manipulation, mm -hmm. all momentum, no interference, it's like, wow, revolutionized his game. Mm 
Right. Like he has a smile on his face around the greens. And his, his playing partner said, listen, when usually when he's chipping, he's so impatient, he'll just, you know, try oh, yeah. a couple of times and just, you know, right. get just frustrated give, and give up. Then, right then he, you know, he'll, he'll do three chips and three pots and <laughs> let's get to the next hole enough already, you know? Right. Yeah. Whereas right. now he's really sinking his teeth into it and he got some beautiful up and downs. That's cool. That's good. To and see. he's got a whole entire, you know, a, completely different outlook that's on his golfing life now that's what you want yeah and um you know and and last day uh um i had the pleasure of you know helping his wife with a lesson oh, you nice. know as everybody was you know when 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 wives start getting into the mix you know you're doing a good job yeah right because right. yeah you know i know what you did for me like can, can you do something for you know <laughs> a little something something over here right <laughs> So, uh, so that was a blast. I love beginners, you know, so I, we had, uh, a fabulous experience mm -hmm. and, um, that was Patricia mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, Joy yeah. was, uh, uh, you know, we were Mauricio, Mauricio. Joy and Mauricio yeah. and Mauricio was the guy with the titles blades. Okay. And, um, beautiful golf swing. Right. Really good golf swing. Just yeah. a little low, a little, you know, his arms are hanging a little low, a little flat in the backswing. As soon as we gave him width in the backswing, and for him it was the slow motion backswing. Like Sung JM? Super slow motion, super relaxed, super, you know, high. Yeah. Then throw the club. And he was amazing at throwing the club. Mm -hmm. So once he, if, when he had momentum and width to throw the club with, uh, and we went from, Pulls and fades and slices mm -hmm. to draws. Beautiful draws, releasing those draws. It was so easy. Yeah. So um, so those guys are, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing with them online. Yeah. And, um, and you know, making, you know, and I come on, bring the girls over, make sure we, we keep tabs on the girls. And yeah, they, um, because it's, it's too easy when you have a beginner and, the beginner is being taught positions that can be a nightmare and that could really turn a golfer off of the game. Yeah. Right? And say, no, this and this, and this is really, come on, this is crazy. I, I can't do I mean, I'm a good multitasker, but this is ridiculous. Right. Um, let's move on. Let's do something else. Mm -hmm. But when you got, you know, three guys that really play well, yeah. you know, and, and, and uh, Roberto is definitely going to play some competitive golf yeah. You know? Yeah, he's very uh, gifted athletically. I can yeah. just tell just from working with him yesterday. Exactly. Yeah. So so you can see that those guys, they love playing together because Dominican golf is very different. It's not like you've got a country club that you're a member, you have a member at. It's like they're all public, you know, high-end public courses. You're right. And so you're always playing with different people and all that and, and memberships. Well, you got people from all over the world that are there, right? right. you got people from from Dutch land and from England and from all over Europe. Yeah. And, um, you know, the U S and Canada, a lot of Canadians down there. Yeah. Yeah. I can see so that. everybody's coming at different times and all that. So it, to, to play with somebody on a regular basis, well, when you got three guys that are like that and they love playing with each other and, and then, Hey, the wives are getting into it. Mm -hmm. Then, uh, you know, it's, you got a nice circle there that you really need to nurture. That's it, yeah. So, uh, so we're gonna make sure we nurture that that circle, and so when they go out, they can have a really good time, and they know how to coach each other now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the well, what would Sean say? 
Of course, Sean's going to ask you, what were you thinking? <laughs> what was the last thing going through your mind before you hit that shot, right? So I don't have to be there, right? That's true, yeah. yeah. What were you thinking? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, man, I forgot what I was doing, and I got distracted. Yeah. And now they know where they need to focus. They right. have a nice little support system. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The foundation and that, to each other. You know, and then strategy for us moving forward it's it's plain to see now that the rest of the golf industry is forcing manipulations and positions into the swing that's the last thing that you want to do i mean it's sabotage on an epic scale for so many golfers and what you see on the pga tour is professional manipulators right (laughs) it's essentially that's what it is They've learned how to seamlessly apply their manipulations in their swing. And then, you know, they're trying to make it as natural as possible. Yeah, that makes sense. But when you see, you know, players, Jordan Spieth comes to mind, still looking at his positions physically in his backswing. And then then you see him take a double bogey with an Aaron shot on one. I mean, you don't really have to go very far to find out why. Mm-hmm. Right, because the focus is not where it needs to be, and people think, "Oh my gosh, I'm so I'm so defective. I really need to fix these positions." Mm-hmm. But it's not that. If you have a really easy task, yeah, that puts your positions into place for you, yeah, and you get really good at that task, wow, then then you're really going places. Then you're evolving properly. Mm-hmm. Correct. So it's um, we have a long way to go, and we have a lot of people to educate on that. And uh, I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to the day where the the organizations that teach the game they they finally come around. You know, and the with with the the wagons, you know, finally start circling around the right stuff. Right. So um, there it is. That's uh, it was a fabulous week, and we're gonna we're that's part of our 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 future offering where there'll, there'll be a week where the three of us, we're going to do a nice corporate gig and, you know, we'll have you to help them out with their fitness and, and get them started at least with their first. Cause I did a, I did the first session with Mauricio. Yeah. And how did you find that? I mean, yeah, Mauricio just turned 50, 51, okay. you know, okay. so yeah. he's in his early fifties. I know yeah. exactly what he feels. Right. I know the aches and pains he's going through. Right. And, um, he needed a nice beginner session just with golf Fit pro. So we went through, um, my routine, yeah, and I just did one set with him with each one, so we, you know, we weren't wrecked up. Uh, he wasn't wrecked up the next day, right, right. And he was able to do every exercise beautifully. That's good. And uh, so, very much capable. He enjoyed it. He was mildly sore the next day. Yeah, and uh, which of course is expected when you're not yeah, used to working out. Normal. Yeah, that's that's normal. It's reaction. like when you go play and you go hit balls for the first time in months, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so there it is, mm-hmm. you know, so we're going to keep tabs and I have another one to needle and Mauricio, I, I got my, I did my workout. You yeah. Know, yeah. You, how are you doing with yours? Yeah. I love right? that accountability. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It helps a lot. That's it. I gotta, I gotta give, we gotta give Jamie a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dude, how are you? <laughs> so with that, how we doing? Um, we're good. We're good. I think that's a good enough show for today. Yep. Hope you guys enjoyed that and a uh, little stroll. And uh, we, the next show, we're going to be talking uh, 
Mexico Open that Safi and I are going to be heading out to. Ooh. End of April. That's exciting. That I can't wait. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll see you then.